Welcome to our special weekend show, Sunday Uncensored. Every week, we produce four uncensored episodes of the TimCast IRL podcast exclusively at TimCast.com, and we're going to bring you the most important for our weekend show. If you want to check out more segments just like this, become a member at TimCast.com. Now, enjoy the show. Did Matt Gates have an affair with a male staffer? What we know. Holy fucking shit. Let me swear <laughs> right when we start. Right off the bat. The blue and non conspiracy theories are the greatest fucking thing ever. It is crack blue. crackhead soap opera drama. It is nourishing. Yeah, so uh <laughs> blue and let, let me just let me just tell so you, it's uh, I believe it's Betridge's Laws of Headlines. Is that what it's called? Oh, if if a headline asks a question, the answer is no. No, okay. Mm-hmm. Did Matt Gates have an affair with a male staffer? No. No. Mm-hmm. So here's the story. Rebecca Jones, this uh, this crazy lady, apparently she's like a liar. She said that she observed. <laughs> oh, that's the girl from Florida, right? That's right. That's right. She ran she, against him. That's his political. Opinion. Right. Uh, she's claiming but she, she observed know. them in a moment know. of intimacy they thought was private. Yo, it's so weird to me that she thought a political attack would be. Matt Gates is gay or bi. Mm-hmm. It's like, first of all, literally don't care. These people clearly do not know who we are right. and, and, and what we really care about. Matt Gates stood up to the establishment and told an F off on numerous occasions. Numerous occasions. Like, right. I'm not going to get mad that he's secretly hooking up with some dude. That's nothing to do with anything. I don't give a shit. Yeah, cool. I'd be more mad that he was cheating on his wife. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, the only person who'd really be mad is Ginger. I feel like then that's when you talk about it. Yeah, but uh, she just made this shit up and the media picks up the story and they run with it because that's how stupid these people are. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I think this is great, important journalism. <laughs> I think we need more of this. No, it's obviously ridiculous. Well, I mean, the last time the media came after Matt Gates, I mean, they two years ago, they were saying all kinds of horrible things about him, big sex scandal. Of course, they never materialized any evidence whatsoever. Then we come to find out that people from, you know, the FBI and the, and the people that tried to extort Matt Gates and his family, they, they concocted the entire thing just to try and bring down Matt. Have you experienced... Uh, I don't think anyone accused you of having a gay affair or anything like that, but have you experienced... Not yet. The cycle's young. So. Cycle's young? <laughs> no. No, yeah. but like outright overt lies? Oh, certainly. Yeah, yeah. We had all the the typical stuff where they're like, this guy's a white supremacist. He's a neo-Nazi. And they made it very obvious, too, because when they wrote this, this expose about how I had ties to the radical right, their source document, I'm not kidding, was from Rose City Antifa. Oh, <laughs> the AP, nice. AP said, according to Rose City Antifa, who tracks white nationalists, Joe Kent yeah. is a white nationalist. Oh, and then yeah. the crazy Wow. The, the chain reaction happens from there because then like the New York Times, Politico, yep. they all cite, well, it's AP, it's the Associated Press. Right. Sure. How, yeah. do you, how, do you, how do you deal with that? I mean, it's, look, I can understand what we deal We kind of ignore it. Yeah. But you're running for office. Yeah. You, can you ignore it? I mean, well, unfortunately you can't. I mean, a lot of folks that are in the, I think that, you know, the right wing space, they're so used to it that they're immune to it. But those, those voters that you're trying to win over that swing elections, they want to hear your side of the story. Now the AP did make it easy for people who are willing to do the research. I'm like, cause everybody knows what Antifa is, where I, yeah. where I live. So I could say, Hey, this is, this is where this came from, but they do have to be willing to do a little bit of work or come hear me out. So unfortunately you do spend a lot of time on a campaign having to address this nonsense. So a lot of it is just a diversion tactic to kind of stall you and weigh you down a little you know, bit. You know what I would do if I was you? As soon as they ran the story, I would immediately announce we're holding an end white supremacy rally 
We're, we're going we're, we're to come out. The, uh, whoa, whoa, what's this story? Oh, that's weird. We're doing an end white nationalism story. That's so strange. Why, why are they Why are they saying that we support that? We're, we're literally working against that. So. It's interesting. I actually had some of the uh, the Fuentes kids come out to my events to heckle me. And so like some of the, some of the more aggressive time, because I at one point said, these guys are idiots like that and they're, they're disgusting and nobody should have anything to do with them. So he sent his some of his trolls to some of my town halls to yell and, and you know, make some noise. And so oh, I, the gripers? The gripers, yeah. yeah at, so God. at a time where they're like, Joe Kent's a neo-Nazi, I'm like, Actually, the neo-Nazi kids are spending money and effort and resources <laughs> against me. So I have I, I, uh, the hatred of me form this alliance between Rose City Antifa and the Gripers. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I was going to say, the neo-Nazis are like, he is not. Yeah. Get yeah. out of here. <laughs> I feel like, you know, the reason I wanted to talk about this Matt Gates thing is because, come on, man. It's yeah. such the most stupid bullshit ever. Yeah. But it seems like we have long ago gotten to the bottom of the barrel of political bullshit. Yeah. And now they're scraping it so yeah. hard they're pulling up wood chips. Yeah, we're exactly. about to hit dirt. You're, I think your average person that you know was politically aware at least during Donald Trump's presidency and since, I I feel like they kind of understand that the far left, the activist left, calls literally everybody white supremacists, literally everybody Nazis. I th- right. I think I'm hoping that your average person has kind of picked up on that undisputable fact uh but maybe it's just me being an optimist i I, i'm just wondering where we go is it gonna get to the point where people just start saying shit like oh this candidate fucked the pig and then people just go like shut the fuck up dude like dude i hope so hopefully hopefully yeah that's that's like that's the hope i think that's the the best outcome is people just get tired of the hyperbole and then they just start disregarding it but i don't know that that i don't know that that means that they're gonna go and find uh, oh, that actually image. happened. Holy shit. Oh, no. Wow. British prime minister reveals he put his penis in a dead pig's mouth. What? Well, okay. David Cameron dismissed the claims about his pig fucking days as a university student. <laughs> Holy shit. This was seven <coughs> years ago. Eight, almost. What? Oh, my goodness. My people I, are so strange, okay. the Brits. I mean. There's David Cameron, too. He's a pretty big deal. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. Didn't, I thought this was a TV show. That's why I was. That was like a joke. Black Mirror episode, yeah. right? Where you yeah. have to like mm-hmm. I don't they know. kidnapped the, the princess, and then they said you have to bang a pig, otherwise they're going to kill her or something. Inspired by true events. No, I'm just then, kidding. That line definitely says this is what the pig fucker looks like. Wait, what? I, I, at the, right above the picture. <laughs> in case you didn't know, here's what the pig fucker wow. looks like. I wonder if they have a favorable opinion of David Cameron. Right. <laughs> yeah, I am. Tell us what you really think. <laughs> I am curious. Yeah. That's so crazy. It's funny how they say this is basically the pilot episode of Black Mirror. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I believe so. I don't. Remember I thought exactly about it, and I was like, "That was the thing, wasn't it?" Oh yeah, yeah. Black Mirror. That's yep, that must right have there. been. Wow, what the fuck? This is so Holy gross. Shit. Yeah, I just kind of feel like we're done. I, I, I was wrong to even bring up the Matt Gaetz story. It's like we're, we're already well past that. <laughs> to be fair, this was seven yeah. years ago. We had to pick something current to lead off. You know what the real issue is, though, is that young people have, are inexperienced and exploited by Democrats. Yeah. So when Vosh was on the show, I like to bring this point up. I said, look, man, how could you vote for Joe Biden? We know what he did as VP. We know about the corruption. And he goes, I, I was in high school. I don't know anything about that. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, so you're, this, uh, I totally get it now. Yeah. And they this want to lower the voting age, too. Explains everything. Yeah. Absolutely. They, the Democrats rely on stupid people. Yeah. So when they come on, they say Matt Gates is banging some dude. I go shut the fuck up. But then these these people are like, whoa. The real yeah. story yep. is 
probably a little more complex and the actual solutions for the problems probably are not the feel-good solutions that people are hoping for. So it's easy to get people that are politically inexperienced to vote for you if you tell them, no, check it out, I got it. Just give me give me your vote and I'll get you all the good. Well, so this is the, yeah. the, 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 the alternate scenario. Then the question for you is, how do you get people who are smart to believe you and people who are stupid to trust you? Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the question. I mean, the, the, I feel like the smart people are actually fairly easy to get like because they'll put in the work they'll do the research they'll come ask you hard questions and you know i feel like most of those folks are are gettable and mm. then there's the ideologues on the other side who are just never going to vote for a republican like they're mm. not gettable but there's all i think there's a lot of people out there who are legitimately you know they've got too much going on in their lives maybe politics doesn't interest them and that's where stuff like this the saturation bombing of negativity that, that that especially the left specializes in it does it does sway them because maybe maybe they don't believe if they read the matt gates headline they'd be like no that probably didn't happen but if they keep hearing negative things about yeah. Joe Kent, about Matt Gates. I mean, that does play a role. And that's why it's, it's, it's challenging. That's why we spend so much time fundraising because that's how we fight back. Man, that's, that's crazy. And the, and the Democrats have a massive narrative machine oh, yeah. in, in mm-hmm. the corporate press, but they also have organizational power that Republicans just don't have. Yep. I, I don't know. Why is that? Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. You know, like uh, uh, Act Blue gets started. This is the yeah. Democrats' fundraising machine, and Win Red doesn't emerge for a, for, for a, a few years. Like, yeah. why are the Republicans so consistently behind? organizationally and technologically? You know, I, I think a lot of it is Republicans for a really long time were playing a completely different game than Democrats. We said, hey, we're going to have the best candidates. We're going to have the best messages. We're going to get out there and we're going to earn people's votes. Gosh darn it. And, you know, that works with a certain percentage of people. And the Democrats were like, cool story, bro. What we're going to do is we're going to go put ballots in people's hands. And, <laughs> yeah, and then we're going to control how those ballots are adjudicated. And, yeah. they, and so their ground game is is, is spectacular. It's, and just, we're gonna it's give fucking them, evil. We're going to offer them the world as well. The Republicans. Yeah. Republicans are going, we need to convince as many people as possible to vote for for our guy. We need good policy. And the Democrats are like, we need to alter the laws to make sure (laughs) we can fill out as many ballots as possible. (laughs) Fuck actually convincing people. Just get the numbers. Well, and when they have to convince people, it's only emotional, right? Like, I feel like Republicans spend a lot of time maybe honorably being like, here is why my policy makes sense and here, whatever. And they're like... Trump is going to ruin our country. Mm-hmm. Trump yeah. wants to take away your women's rights oh, and yeah. this, that, and the other. Like, it's just fear mongering. But that, it wasn't even that with Trump. It was, it, it was just like, isn't Trump nasty and gross and ugly? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, he is nasty, gross, so and mean. ugly. Fuck Would you Trump. believe he said this? Right. Have you seen that he's been divorced a bunch? Like, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't but make it, any but, sense. But it wasn't actual. Uh, what the Democrats did with Trump was all they were really saying was, be like me, be like me over and over again. Mm-hmm. Because the, th- the points they'd bring up, no one actually cared about. No. Like, did you know that Trump had five bankruptcies? 
Like, no one gives a shit about his bankruptcies. Yeah. Trump had over 500 companies and five went into bankruptcy. And then the Democrats came out and said, look at all these bankruptcies. And then all these all these activists were like, huh, Trump, and they're posting memes. I'm like, none of them actually know or care about whether or not Trump's business succeeds or fails. Right. They're just virtue signaling to each other. It's safe yeah. to ignore when communists talk about bankruptcy. Yeah, <laughs> It's very point. safe to fair ignore point. them. But then, but then when they actually go through Trump's financials, it's like, this is the only guy that's ever been a president that lost money. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I suppose maybe if you go back in time, yeah. you know, a couple hundred years, you might find maybe. some of the early yeah. presidents who were very, very poor. Not mm. a modern president, though. Yeah, but yeah. Trump, Trump lost millions of dollars during his presidential term, his tax returns show. Yeah. And then they were all like, we got his tax returns. And they release them. And it's like, oh, Trump lost oh. a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Like 20 million dollars a year yeah. or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's funny how they, that story kind of died as soon as that information came out. The story just dropped off. Well, they tried there. running it, but everyone yeah. kind of realized. Like you realize, yeah. it makes Trump's look. It makes him look good. Right. right? Exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. He yep. sacrificed for this country and mm-hmm. destroyed his fucking life. Yeah. Yep. I don't know where we go if this is the case, though. If like the media is willing to entertain this absolute psychotic garbage, I suppose the issue is it gets clicks, right? The, yep. New, yeah. Newsweek's probably thinking like, yo, you know, we can we can get some people to click on a story if we write this bullshit. They're like, mm-hmm. it oh, works yeah. for TMZ. We can do it too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there's just totally unsubstantiated to claim like this is not Gates' first affair, nor is it his first with a man. Like there's no, there's no, nothing to back it up. Says the someone, person who opposed him politically. Yeah, right. Yeah. Just, this, just his political <laughs> opponent just saying it in a tweet. It's like, okay, okay. No evidence. Isn't she, did she ever, didn't she serve time in jail too? I think she's about to go to jail. Ah. Because she just made up a bunch of fake bullshit. Yeah. And then Democrats are like, yeah, we're, we're the party of fake bullshit, so we'll follow this. <laughs> Which is exactly why I love George Santos. Oh, man. What's York up with guy. that guy? What's his deal? So last night, a uh, um, a reporter by the name of Natalie Johnson, she uh, met up with him in at some place. And got a selfie with him. And it's the best selfie that I've seen in ages. Where is it? I'm trying to find it. I lost it here. And she was out. And people were giving her crap. And I'm like, that's the best idea. There's a little little video of it and everything. She's uh, <laughs> He's just out partying and being awesome. And I love it. I love the guy. I know there are people all upset with him. I think it's hilarious. He conned is, his way into Congress. And did he really, there. though? Because I hear the media accusing him of lying. But like, I don't fucking trust the media. Yeah, Not that right. I trust Santos either. I, don't know. I, I I want him to have lied his way in. The stories are hilarious. It's hilarious. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Is he really a drag queen? Allegedly. Like, Wouldn't they like that though? Wouldn't that be good? The song yeah. that she took so. a picture to while they were playing "I Will Survive" intentionally <laughs> as his karaoke song. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's a photo that people claim is Santos as a drag queen. Yeah. And yeah. I've seen even like centrists posting it and i'm just like i can't tell that's him yeah mm-hmm. like drag queens covered in makeup and a costume right it could be any anybody well and i feel like all of this is just bigger because he's become sort of political talking point like uh hakeem jeffries when he wrote to uh mccarthy and was like you need to get uh swallow and schiff on the committee and it's important mm-hmm. he was like how could you give george santos committees and not these guys like yeah. it's just uh, a quick shorthand way of saying like you favor your own people and we don't like them. It's it's sort of pointless yeah. to me. I, I have a question. Je- like, because I, I don't know. It, like, you know, I called my, my Twitter handle is TimCast. Made it in 2009. And because uh, it was just like broadcast, TimCast. Is that mm-hmm. a common thing people do? Because like I'm seeing tons of people do that and I'm wondering if they're just <laughs> copying off me or if Copying off of you. Is that what it is? Like yeah, I think Krasencast? That. It's like the real, everybody does like the real Joe now because Donald Trump did the real Joe. Yeah, oh, that's Trump. right. Everybody's like the real yeah. whatever. I think you did get the cast thing going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 didn't, I didn't think it was anything. I, when I took the name, I was like, broadcast. 
Yeah. Timcast. Yeah. Well, Seamus started it with the Shimcast, right? He's, uh, he's been <laughs> ripping off your brand for well, a while. Well, I just, I just saw this when I was looking at Rebecca Jones, Krasencast. Uh, and I was like, is that derivative? Yes. Yes. You know? like, are they, are they doing that fought. because it's like... Bring them back on and make them answer for this. <laughs> you know, we, we had the Krasensteins on, and the thing about them was that they just didn't know anything. No. Yeah. They're always surprised. They're really dark. Yeah. They had like, like, no information. They're like, oh, we don't know anything about that. So you, you're familiar with the Krasenstein brothers? Yeah. We had them on, and uh, when I started going off about Ukraine, the Cut Turkey Pipeline, Gazprom, which I do often, they're just like, we have what? no idea what you're talking about. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, so you don't know the reason why we're at war in Ukraine? And like, well, because Russia invaded. I'm like, well, why did Russia invade? Because Putin's bad. Because Putin's bad. Right. Yeah, because Putin's an, an evil guy. And it's like, it's, it's because they want a land bridge to Crimea. It's because right. the U.S. wants to offset the Gazprom gas monopoly. That's why the Brits probably blew up Nord Stream 2. We assume it may be Britain. We don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. Certainly wasn't Russia blowing up their own fucking pipeline. That makes no sense. No, yeah. not at all. But the media tried to sell that story like so intensely. Like Putin right. is so evil, he'd blow yeah. up his own gas pipeline. Three D chess. I, I, I. Sometimes I'm just like, I wish I could be evil because holy fuck, would it be easy? Yeah, yeah. yeah you don't even have to know anything, apparently. No, no. But, but like knowing everything, it would be so much easier. Because then I could actually be like, ain't nobody's gonna be able to argue with me because the sophistry is way, way up, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, ab- 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 uh, above the level, man. Don't you think there are people that actually? think that that are doing that right now that have realized that and are doing it the young turks maybe (sighs) that's yeah yeah good point there's there's no way like they've taken so many videos of mine and Mm -hmm. then lied about what i was actually saying true you can't you can't accidentally do that yeah yeah totally not to mention when they made the video where they said tim pool's ugly and it's like why (laughs) it's the equivalent (laughs) of this article over here from newsweek yeah they did. I did. I did. We, we talked on Timcast IRL about how conservatives tend to be more attractive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like five prominent studies in the past 10 years that say conservatives are more attractive. And the segment we were doing was talking about privilege. I said a person who's attractive goes through life and has it easier. Wait. They assume then if life is this easy, anybody can do what I did. Yeah. And people who are ugly have it harder and think life is really difficult. We have to band together and fight oppression. Mm-hmm. Thus, you'll get this natural bias emerging. They cut all that out. Took a clip of me just being like, conservatives are naturally more attractive. And then they called me ugly and started shit talking yep. my appearance. And I'm like, okay, these people, these people are fucking evil, man. I'm ugly and I'm not tall and I'm still a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I mean, hard work. That's right. Hard work, perseverance, right. talent. Yeah. The, the, the willingness. Hard work. Yeah. Hard work. Uh, the number one factor in success. Hard work. It's perseverance work. yeah, yeah. it's not even necessarily 100%. hard work but, yeah. but for the most part it's your yeah. the, the the unwillingness to give up yeah. true yeah very no matter true. how smart you are no matter how, t- how talented how attractive how tall how short as long as you don't give up you become successful right. all that remains was a band for like eight years before like the record that put us on the map came out no eight way. years wow you know so wow. how did that happen break that down well you're, we were just, doing for eight years you're like working at a gym or something no well i mean i was i was working odd jobs or working like in the mall and stuff and doing part-time jobs and put out a couple records and just got in the van and destroyed my credit and did everything that <laughs> bands do i lived in my mom's basement yeah. and <laughs> we wrote like we recorded mom. a re- we wrote a record that put us on the map in my mom's basement and then the next record we wrote in my mom's basement is the one that is the first platinum record that we got so it's you know it's like but it was because we never quit we just just kept doing it yeah there was never like a time where i was thinking i want to make this my job it's just was i'm in i'm a band guy 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was. It wasn't yeah. like I want to do this. It was like it's a lifestyle. This is for just you. what yeah. I do. It, yeah. To me, it didn't seem like there was like you didn't think about I want to do this. You were like I just got a camera and I'm bummed out about this stuff and I want to make you know make videos about it. It's it's not like there was a big plan for all that remains to do this and be this this successful metal band and stuff. Like when I started, we weren't playing stuff that was ever going to get played on the radio. Like mm-hmm. it, no one was was thinking, oh, you're in a, a heavy metal band that maybe you'll get, you know, you'll have hit singles. That was never even on the table. That didn't even become an option until 2008. We'd already put out, you know, four records and stuff. So it, it really does matter if you're working on something and, and you're getting down. Believe me, I have been as down as down gets. We did our first tour, came back and our drummer broke his arm and our guitar player, we kicked him out and then our bass player quit. I had oh, to build wow. the whole band and that all happened within a two week yeah. period. Had wow. to rebuild the whole band. So don't quit. Just keep working. Does, what else you got to do? Says the guy who's what running happens? for Congress again. Yeah, right. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just keep He's going. He's like, I'm back at it. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't, don't overthink it. Just keep going. Well, yeah. So, so I mean, what was it like for you? Uh, my understanding is that uh, you didn't get enough support from the establishment. Is that a lot? Of, yeah. Like, so we, I mean, we had a hard fought primary. I took down a 10 year or 12 year incumbent. She had $10 million they spent against us. Wow. Nobody thought we were going to win. I mean, Matt Gates is one of the only sitting members who endorsed me because that would be most of the party wouldn't endorse against an incumbent. Um, but we took her down and we outworked her. We knocked on 130,000 doors, did 300 in person town halls. So, but at the end of it, 300. Yeah, we did 300. Ooh. Yeah. So, but, but yeah, because it, it was a two year campaign essentially. Yeah. So we just, yeah. we hit it hard and that, that, wow. people, that really resonated with people. We were doing a couple weeks. A couple, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were hitting it hard yeah and and so at the end of the primary we had to spend pretty much our entire war chest we raised three million dollars no pack would touch us so that was all from people giving us you know 10 15 wow, bucks here awesome. and there but we we arrived in the general election after a bloody primary with with no money and the, the conventional wisdom coming from the the rnc the nrcc was that hey this is a republican seat you're you're already the congressman you got it and we were like no nah, i don't think so and then the incumbent i took down unfortunately she decided not to endorse me wow. and so the, party, the party stayed fractured we have a really late primary so our primary is in august the ballots get mailed out in mid-october we didn't have wow. the resources at the time and so the democrats smartly were like you know what the republicans just beat the crap out of each other like we can come in here and we can probably pull this off and so yeah. they marshaled all the resources around one candidate and we got outspent six to one in the general. Do you, you, inter- do you, uh, you have a primary coming up n- next year? Uh, August 24th. Is, is the inco- old incumbent coming back to come, come for you? I don't think that she will, but if she does, she's not going to be able to get the support. I mean, because yeah. she doesn't have a compelling case to make. She got taken down when she was an incumbent on the appropriations committee with $10 million and mm-hmm. some dude beat her, you know, and so mm-hmm. now it's, it's hard for her to make that case. So I don't think she'll come back. I mean, we're really trying to keep the, the Republican Party in the district united which i think most most folks realize that we we weren't able to do that and if we want to flip the seat we got to be united how does the party feel about that are they like on board with the strategy yeah i i mean i feel like they are like 22 was was disappointing everybody Mm -hmm. wanted the big red wave and so one of the big hard lessons learned was that we need to especially at the end of the primary we've got to unify and if we don't the democrats just exploit it because you don't see the democrats have these these internal fights i think it's healthy for us to have them sometimes i think the the process that played out with that matt gates led i think that was very very helpful and yeah. showed the American people just like, hey, the Republican Party, like they're actually out there. They're having these hard conversations. But yeah, yeah I think the unity is going to be key, especially our, our local parties, our county and our state party. They're they're 100 percent behind flipping the seat. Yeah. Your, your story's making me think of uh, Edward Durr. I just pulled a story. He's a 
commercial truck driver from New Jersey oh, yeah. who like uh, unseated a, uh, an incumbent and he yeah. spent like $150 and it was mostly on Dunkin' Donuts for like people who he just went door to door and passed out flyers and was yeah. like, you should vote for me. And like, I think there is a certain level of boots on the ground work that really is effective is, yeah. that, yeah. you know, they can hand people a lot of ballots, but if you have already put your name That's mm-hmm. right. in their mouths, it's mm-hmm. different. Yeah, yeah, 100%. When, I haven't met a ton of politicians, but the handful of them that I that I have met, when you meet them, they if they win, they tend to be very charismatic. Even people that I disagree with, like or or whatever, it's like if I've met them or whatever, it's like you're like, all right, I see why people can get behind that person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I met Glenn Beck, and I know he's not a politician, but like meeting him for just like a brief second and. He looks you in the eye, the yeah. handshake, it's like you're yep. the only person there. And I've heard people talk about Bill Clinton that way. And uh and, and there's a few other people. Like you if you meet successful politicians, there is a there is something about them that makes them extremely charismatic. And so getting in front of people and pressing the palms and shaking the hands, like mm-hmm. that stuff pays the bills, man. I, I mean, I noticed this too. If you if you think about general pop stardom, some people just exude this attractive force. 100%. 100%. How, how, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, you know, some people like, I'm thinking about Taylor Swift. Yeah. Like she could, she could chicken balk. Yep. And people are going to buy that album and they're going to give her whatever she wants because they just want to see her for whatever reason. Our yeah. guitar player, Mike Martin, is the, he is, he is the most unassuming kind of dude, like bald head, shaved head, not like, doesn't, no, not flashy. He kind of stays in the back when we're playing on stage. He doesn't like do a whole lot of playing to the crowd and stuff. But when people meet him and start talking to him, he's the guy that in the band that people remember the most as like, I want to talk to him. He's the guy that people are like, what's the crew? What's Mike doing? Are we going to get lunch? Get Mike? Mm-hmm. Those kind of things. And you can't, you can't put a finger on it. No. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Because, factor. Yeah, yeah. There are just Trump's, some people you're drawn to. Yeah, yeah. He's not like a pretty man. He's not an attractive guy or whatever. Like he's a normal looking Trump, dude, but there's something about him that people just want to talk to him and be around him. Trump has more than any other human ever. Yeah, I imagine. Charisma For whatever reason. I don't know. It's, it's not charisma. It's like he, that he factor, has charisma. Act, factor X, whatever. But it's attractive power. Like, yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. saying he's attractive. I'm saying he has some kind of gravitational force yeah. where even the yeah. people who hate him can't stop looking at him being like, <laughs> I can't stop looking yeah. at him. <laughs> I fucking hate him. I fucking hate him, but I can't stop looking at him. I can't yeah. stop. He has main character energy, as the Zoomers say. Uh, I guess that's yeah, it. I guess that's right. it. Yeah, We're in a simulation and, and Donald Trump is the main character, I guess. Yeah, I think so. Kind of people like can't it. stop looking at him. How do you generate that kind of energy? I guess that's what you need to win an election. You I know? know. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. Just, I, I think getting out and being authentic is the biggest thing because people yeah. want to see the authenticity. Like they're mm-hmm. kind of sick and tired of like the canned talking points and all that. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it's people. People will say things like he's not presidential. Mm-hmm. It's like that's kind of the Gavin point. Newsom is not presidential. No, you know, like what, he, he's a he's, why. You know, it, he kind of comes off plastic and generic. Yeah, plastic I guess. is exactly the word I think yeah. of. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But neither was Joe Biden, so they figured out how to, <laughs> how to fix <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah, but Joe Biden, this is going to sound really cruel, but like he won his seat in the Senate at, yeah. when his family was going through a really big tragedy, right? Yeah. Like his wife had been in the car accident, his daughter had died, yeah, yeah. his son. He got sworn in sitting next to his son's hospital bed. I mean, like, Maybe he is plastic in personality, but he was a memorable launch into American politics. And in True. a way that is really sort of, I mean, I, 
heartbreaking and tragic, right? Yeah. I can't imagine what that's like. Uh, and I think in some ways that had altered the trajectory of his political career. And then you hear the stuff about the trains. Like, I don't get why he's so obsessed with trains. He rode the train back and forth to Delaware. But then you hear the other part, which is like, to be with my kids every night from yeah. Washington. Like, they made, I don't know, I mean, I would hope it's authentic. I don't know at this point. But like, he made himself someone you remember with this backstory mm -hmm. that he yeah. built in tandem with his political career. Mm, true. Yeah. A lot of plagiarism on Joe Biden's part. You know, yeah. a lot of his yeah. life wasn't real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But people, you know, when you take is, the best parts of other people's lives and you yeah. tell other people that's your life, they tend spicy. to like you. That's yeah. the Instagram method, right? Yeah. Yeah. I remember when Friendster came out and, you know, MySpace and all that. Do you remember oh, yeah. those? MySpace, yeah, definitely. And I would see people post these photos that made their lives look so fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right. And this was mm -hmm. early on and people would be like, you know, I, I learned this really quickly. It's like, their life is nothing like that. Right. right that was yeah. one photo for one second of their day where in the morning they got up and they sat on their couch drinking a coffee in their boxers, watching TV. And then like they went out to the movies and took one photo with their friends and it looks like on this great adventure outside. Mm -hmm. And it's yeah. like, then they said peace out and went back to sitting on their couch in their boxers. Yeah. I, I like, there's this influencer I followed, not followed, but she had a blog and she faked going to Disneyland for her I birthday. Saw that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And like Photoshop photos. Like she was home. She, even to her family, she was like, yep, I'm having this super cool adventure. So wow. glamorous. And I'll, like, it's all a manipulation. And then she oh, wrote about yeah. it and was like, I, I didn't go anywhere. Like I made it up because like your life is oh, wow. a lot more than. I'll tell like, you what's creepy is that. Actually, I just pulled up uh, Instagram. I, I don't want to click this because now it's going to keep showing me this garbage. What, tell, tell me what you think about that photo. I don't know. That girl seems uncomfortable. Why? Is that an AI? Is it real? It's AI. It looks like it's I, AI. I follow yeah. a couple AI people. It that does are not like look yeah. completely fake. Pop Culture Crisis, our, our podcast, our pop culture show, talked about this, where there are several major influencers that are completely mm -hmm. developed by marketing companies, totally. and they're fake people. Terrifying. And people follow them. Like that makes yeah. me crazy. Like, of course, Millions there are influencers in the world who are completely fake, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Mm -hmm. they. But I also think that like. At least they're human, right? Like I'd rather have a human person faking it yeah. than like an actual fake person existing. Right. Dude, these photos all look fake, but mm -hmm. they're yeah. like. But is it fake or is it like? Uh, no, like an AI human, tune? like really? not a real person. There's yeah. there's a ton of them out there. It's crazy that we've we've gotten so conditioned that like the fake people are more appealing than like the I real, know, right? the, the, yeah. like the real people. Yeah. This yeah. might be a real person. I can't tell. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is like because a lot of people like Photoshop their photos or face yeah. them, like their photos yeah, start to have the, the AI effect. And, yeah. Yeah. Without it actually being yeah. um, AI. That's what I was yeah. worried about with like all the filters. When At least this is when Deepfake was coming out with everyone's, everyone's doing all the filters. I'm like, if, if everyone's doing filters over their face, eventually the deepfake's gonna be really difficult to tell from reality. You know, yeah. like you're not gonna be able to, to differentiate deepfake from filter covers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like they're ruining all the sense-making, you know, methods that we have. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, right. yeah. yeah. And then to your point, like when you actually go, you have a town hall, you meet someone in person, like, that is what they actually remember, right? If you're yeah. only, especially people who are like work really busy, whatever, they spend a lot of time on social media, like those fake human interactions yeah. fade away in comparison to interacting with a real human. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah we're fucked. <laughs> like, like people, young girls are already already getting depressed because they don't look like Snapchat filters. Yeah, right. They're getting plastic surgery to look like Snapchat filters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The craziest thing, That's man, freaky. is to see so many young women Plastic surgery. Yeah. What the fuck? Tim, do you yeah. know who Vocal Distance is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ever follow, do you ever read his his thread about the simulacrum 
about like a strawberry no. and how so back like he has this big long thread and and I'm not going to go through the whole thing but essentially what he said is he's like imagine back in the day 100 years ago a kid has a strawberry right that's a strawberry then take that same strawberry and then you extract the juice and sugar out of it and concentrate it and you put it into a candy and give it to the kid and it's the strawberry on 10 and then you take that you take that candy and then you put it into a soda drink with caffeine and with extra sugar and blah 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 and then and it gets to a point where the kid doesn't know what a real strawberry tastes like and what's going on on Instagram is especially with young ladies is they're it is becoming basically a simulacrum, an imitation, and a, right. uh, on a copy of a copy of a yeah. copy. Of, but it's a, of sexualized thing. So, yeah, like, right, totally. girls aren't girls; they're girls that are scantily clad, and they're they're face tuned, and and they're yeah. virgins. Yeah. This, this yeah. is the funny yes, thing. Yeah. Uh, increasingly young people are not having sex. So you're having all these hypersexualized young women on OnlyFans, but they've never had sex. There was a viral video where a woman who was arguably attractive was saying things like, I don't have any friends. I stay at home all day. I've never had a boyfriend. And it it was like, Mm -hmm. she was like an influencer (laughs) with a shitload of followers and like an attractive young woman. Bizarre. Well, it's crazy. There was a, sorry. I was just gonna say that the most significant, uh, proof of what you're talking about is uh, Kylie Jenner yeah, who true. told all the girls that she followed no I don't have lip fillers no I don't have lip fillers I just overline my lips she's a billionaire yeah. off of her makeup company yeah, she right. profited off giving girls something that is completely unrealistic mm-hmm. and being like but if you just overline your lips with my specific products you too can finally have this look remember, I mean remember, it's crazy remember the, the glass jar oh, thing yeah. they would do Kylie Jenner challenge yeah, yeah. yeah they would suck their lips what have I done you know and the thing that sucks is a friend of mine like uh, there was a girl that I'd gone on a couple dates with and she she committed suicide earlier this year and she oh, was man. one of those you know she was a uh, her name was niece and she was an Instagram you know and she had had some some challenges with mental health obviously and there was one of the posts she put up like right before she passed away she put up a picture of herself that she had photoshopped and then her in the same spot without the photoshop and the difference was so slight and wow. it really bothers me when I think about it because she was really she was really pretty and she was really cool and she just had the worst self image. There's there's a story I covered yeah. today where this 37 year old woman was like, I don't recognize myself anymore. Yeah, and it's funny that. because what we're seeing is the normal process of aging for women. Mm-hmm. Now they're talking about it amongst themselves publicly for everyone to see, whereas mm-hmm. they used to just not do that. Right. When would be 37, go in there and be like, oh, I'm getting crow's feet. Now they take pictures of themselves every single day. They take mm-hmm. their highlights and their photoshops and put them as their profile pictures. And then one day they look at their picture and look in the mirror and go, oh, yeah. yeah. what the fuck? That's totally. not me. And they're starting to lose it. Yeah. 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 I don't know if I, if I, I'm just going to sound like the old guy here, but I feel like this, I'm probably older the, than you. The social media, I'm 42. So like the, I'm older than you. Are you? Okay, cool. That's a, <laughs> tell, <laughs> tell me if I'm super old. I mean, I, I feel like the whole social media thing, it's really affecting the way people communicate with each other. Cause I, I feel like there's a difference when I talk to like really young folks, like the yeah. zoomers or whatever, just Absolutely. going door to door and getting out there more in the community and talking to folks that are, you know, 20, 25 years younger Dude, than me. I feel like there's a difference between 20 yeah. olds and me. The, the communication is just, it's, it's crazy. It's not there. I didn't, yeah. I, I don't feel that way about the millennials. I don't know if that's because it's one room. No, 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 no. But it's, the same. yeah, it's just the, the basic social interaction stuff of like, yeah. hi, how are you doing? Oh, I'm mm-hmm. doing fine. Good morning. Like those types of things. It's just, it's quickly fading. And I think a yeah, lot of it's because it of the 
just the, the Instagram culture yeah. or the lockdowns. I don't know. Texting, cell phones, Texting, social media. Yeah. It's the that, lack that's, of looking people in the eye. And nor- yes. Texas. Yeah, yeah. They're Literally. not communicating with humans. Humans are weird yeah. avatars yeah. for your online entity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we're gonna sure. we're gonna get this one up. So I don't want to go too late. But uh, so I'll just hard segue wrap up. Joe, thanks for hanging out. It's been a yeah, blast. Thank you. And for everybody who's a member, thanks for helping support our work, making this possible. And we'll see y'all next time. Yeah. Cheers, Joe.